Hello. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> That's an interesting intro. Sure. Uh, well, I just wanted to try it out. See what yeah, you think. I, that worked. I was going to try just not saying anything and letting you have the first word. Mm. But then it went too weird. And I'm like, he's going to think we're not actually connected. So I need to say a thing. So. Well, the game of chicken started. Looks like. <laughs> looks like I won round one. That's right. That's right. Oh. How are you this fine, lovely morning? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Got some podcasts edited over the weekend. We're now good through Saturday for sure. And I will. We've got, we've got enough recorded for the following week. Oh, for that, me to edit. That's, that's pretty good. And, and then some, which leads me to, to this piece. Which one was it? It was the social media one. The episode uh-huh. wherein you actually name the date that it's dropping. Within yeah. the episode, which may be yeah. a first. <laughs> Break it, breaking all the precedent. At least between the two of us. And we were talking, and that all that all went well. And like normally, like I download the episode, I pull up your timings, and I break it up into be- into pieces based on those timings before I like, uh-huh. go through and listen to them. And yes. so normally, like whenever you say, okay, we ended at this time, I grab from that point to the end. And like I copy that into a separate one, and I'll be like, "Oh, look, I'll listen to that later." Like the B-roll, in case there's something good in there. Okay. Well, we ha- we had like a good 15 minutes of us shooting the breeze about time, and how like I think it started with you saying, you know, we've been on Habitica for five years, and we had a conversation about how time is just fucked up. Oh like yeah. Some I things seem like they were, you know, but it was a pretty good conversation. Now, it was a good conversation that also had various emptying dishwashers and whatnot going on in the background so it's like mm, there's only so pretty i can make this oh yeah yeah you know what sure. i mean and then a thought occurred to me what are your thoughts if i find little little bits like that because i've got like i said a folder full little bits of whatnot some of which are you know the background noise and the ambiance and what are are similar to what it is during normal episodes it's just they need some connective tissue to kind of make it into like a clip show or whatever yes but i think there's other ones that could probably stand on their own and or do have miscellaneous noise in the back what are your thoughts about just like maybe i don't know if spinoff is the right word but like dropping them as like shorts and just calling out hey listen here's some tidbits that we had before and or after the show that we thought you might find enjoyable that are just real short things and like, just we record an intro in the beginning. You know, this is Todd Merrick raw. Oh, sh- absolutely. This is be- this is before or after the show. There might be some more background noise than you typically hear, but just you know, extra <laughs> conversations that would have been on the cutting room floor. And you know, take them as they are. Here you go. Yeah. Why do we call it unplugged? <laughs> like the old MTV acoustic <laughs> version. Yeah. No, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you say it ahead of time. <laughs> So what's new with you on this wonderful Wednesday morning? Oh, boy. I feel like there was something I was going to ask you or talk to you about. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Last night, Abby and I had a conversation, and I'm, I I was like, well, this seems like a good thing to pick Eric's brain on. Oh, geez. this is interesting. Okay. So I guess let me set the stage for you. So mm-hmm. yes, yesterday, Abby had to run Ella to physical therapy. Yes. You know, recovery from her her foot surgery situation, Absolutely. right? I'm aware. Uh, you know, I I was I was not I was clearly not a part of this. I get this secondhand. 
but she was telling me, you know, part of that journey, she had basically kind of asked, what was that? Oh, that me pushing a chair, maybe? Oh. Sorry, you you. this is cleaning very... time for a second. I'm, I'm straightening okay. up the house. That's fine. That's fine. Unless we specifically say we are recording on a topic or what have you, uh, I have to take this time to oh, that's fine. You, you do straighten you up do. the mess, like folding this bag. Can you hear that? That's, that's a push, quality bag you're folding. Push, that, pushing that, in the garbage. Is that like, a paper bag? Is that a plastic that was, bag? What kind of that bag was are we a talking paper, That was a paper bag. It's sounded papery. De- yeah, sorry to derail your story. Oh, you're, 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 you, you're you fine. essentially derailed it yourself when you called out my squeaky chair. Well, it, it was it, it didn't sound like a squeaky chair. I don't know what it sounded like, but it was very, very unique. OK, well, um, so anywho, you, so um, she was at on her way to physical therapy. Yes. And so at some point in the conversation, Abby had asked Ella, you know, what is your earliest memory? Like, what's the first okay. thing that you you remember? And her answer was her breaking her arm like the day before she started kindergarten which is true she 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 went to the first day of school in a cast okay. um i mean i wasn't around at that time that was pre-todd um but i know that this is the thing i've you know pick her her first day of school picture she's sure. there with a big purple i think it was purple cast or whatever um to which my response was really that seems like i late Kinda. Uh, now, mind you, Ella started kindergarten at like age four. Okay, so like, that's not she, that. Late. She, but I mean, it's not, it's not that it's not as late as I mean my gut reaction was to it. But that's still, I'm like, mm, that's that's you know, because I remember a whole bunch of stuff from when we lived on the island, and that was at least a year or two before kindergarten. Like I, I dare say, I have some memories from when I was like three possibly two like i don't okay. i don't know um and so abby was talking you know going through some of her 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 thoughts and and memories um and there's a certain correlation there that i feel like is a spoiler warning that i'm not going to say until after you know i get get your response but what are, what what are your what are your earliest memories how far back does your your brain tapes go well, I don't know where these locations were, so you'll have to m- fill me in. We had a dog lady. The dog okay. lady. That, I, I remember the day the dog lady was uh, given away or taken away or somebody came in the door and I was watching yeah. some type of Sesame Street-esque program. It probably was exactly Sesame Street. And okay. I recall somebody coming to get the dog. I recall right. that uh, there was a – and these are the weird details – Remember like these foam blocks that like were like puzzles that you could make blocks out of and you might not yes. just because yes, yes. well no, I, do. I, I, I do that's the toy that is the toy that I was playing with and I recall standing on a grass a fake grass like that plastic fake grass mat uh, right. near the staircase and that's that's probably my earliest memory uh, and huh. I don't know when that was but it was definitely, I mean, obviously it was before Martin's Ferry, and I think we moved to Ferry when I was like three. So yeah, that is we, that, yeah, that was we we were in Yorkville. Okay, that was Yorkville then. That was Yorkville, and um, trying to think here, because Yorkville would have been, I, I mean, I can't, I, I don't have a good anchor for you, but I know that we lived in Yorkville when when Crystal when, was five or six. So you're what? Four years younger than Crystal? 
Yeah, give or take. So I mean, six, she's eighty-one, eight. I'm eighty-four. So it's. So you'd have been like two, maybe, maybe three, maybe. So, but hold on. So I, here's the thing: is I also remember the move to Martin's Ferry. So I was assuming Yorkville was before Mount Pleasant. It, it, didn't we live in oh, Mount Pleasant, Pleasant Grove? Not, Pleasant, Pleasant Grove. Grove. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. No, it was, yeah. it was Pleasant Grove, then Yorkville, then Martin's Ferry. Oh well, then I have memories of. Unless, okay, so we moved, and I remember like, the I move to Martin's Ferry was in a giant black van, and I recall I, that we were moving, and I had, it was like a wet day, and there was like either a balcony or, or a giant porch, and I had this inflatable bunny rabbit that was yellow, and it was about life, it was about the same size as me, and I remember yeah. going to the porch, handing someone that inflatable bunny so it could go on the, the moving van. <laughs> And then I do remember like riding in that van, and I would assume that it was to Martin's Ferry. So I don't know which one they were two, unless that was the exact house, unless that was Yorkville, and all memories come from Yorkville. And I just assume that they're not actually Yorkville, but I don't know. Well, no. If, if you remember, if you remember a porch slash balcony type situation, that would have been Yorkville. Okay. Um, and if you remember the move, because the move happened. Like at the beginning of my seventh grade year. So when you're in the seventh grade, you're what? Twelve? Uh yeah. Yeah. So you would have been like two. Yeah, that's that's it. I do remember that those are the things. And then I remember I remember taking a nap at the uh Martin's Ferry house. I remember we were in the main room over top the living room. So it was probably you and me. That's when we had that room. And I remember like taking a nap and not really wanting to take a nap and playing with uh uh, those little figures, what are those guys? Garbage pail kids, not garbage pail kids, but uh, micro muscle, micro muscle men, there muscle men. Yep, that's it. I remember that. And then obviously from there on, but those are the earliest I think I can conjure up. So, so here, here's the question. You, you know, uh -huh. you, you, the move is kind of a big, big event. The dog going away. Were you sad about the dog going away, or is it just oh, a I thing know. that just was happening? I, I thought I didn't like the dog. And, and, I don't know. I just assumed I didn't like the dog, uh, but I might must have liked the dog, or maybe that was like, you know, first glimpse of like getting rid of something you you had ownership. I don't know. Yeah, it must have been yeah. traumatic in some way for me to be able to remember it. Okay, because that was that was the through line that Avi had suggested, trauma of some sort. Oh yeah, sure. Because because my earliest memories were would have been from when I would have been like like I said like two or three myself, um, living in the house with we were at before we even went up to Pleasant Grove, which would have been the island. And that's the memories that I have of like dad making green Play-Doh, which mm -hmm. wasn't traumatic. Like that's the outlier, but like me shaving with Noxzema, that story, the uh, me uh. learning how lighters work and setting the living room carpet on fire. Um, you know, the, the time that the, the island flooded and we had to move everything up from the basement up into Dawn's room. Like, I remember some non-traumatic things as well, but a lot of them seem to be trauma-based <laughs> or at least, you know, something sure. big had happened. And like, obviously Ella's makes sense because she broke her freaking arm. Um, uh -huh. Well, it still seemed, and Abby's like, well, you know, I kind of hit her with that question kind of like out of the blue. Like I imagine if she sat and thought about it, she'd probably think of other things probably earlier than that. Um, and so of course we then turn around and ask Lily, What's the earliest thing you remember? And, you know, again, this was popped on her with no real warning or thought. And I don't know if anybody ever thinks of this shit. 
and like you know until it's brought uh -huh, to mind uh -huh. like when was the last time you thought back and went hmm, what's my earliest memories have you oh, ever had that yeah that no no I, no I have no I have because I've had these similar conversations in my head but I'm a weirdo I, because I was like because I always talk about how I have an awful memory but yet I have these like vivid memories of being super young and I also now that I have young kids I also say to myself I wonder if he's ever going to remember this so right yeah um, maybe so that's I have a it little, I have a little bit different of like thought process, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the normal person probably doesn't sit down and be like, hmm, when was my first lasting memory? I, what I, was I'm Lily's? Surprised. What was Lily's? Did she have a good one? Or how I'm old trying, do I'm, we think she was? She, she remembers, you know, this dress, this stuffed animal, like, and I wasn't around for any of that. So I don't have any context. That. So I don't really, I can't really relate them well. Okay. Um, it makes it sound like I don't care, wasn't paying attention. I do. I just can't relate. I just, I just don't, don't remember them because I have no, sure, no method to anchor. Like I, you tell me about, oh yeah, when we got rid of Lady, like oh, I remember that dog. Like you know, what I mean, like I can, I can picture that in my brain. Yeah. Lily talking about, you know, this particular dress. I'm like, I don't know, unless there's a picture you want to whip out, like I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, I, I have a hard, I would have a hard time knowing Laney's if she's talking about dresses and stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. Right. Now, I would say that most memories are probably formed around, what, three, four? Like, the first I, ones. I imagine that's when they probably start, like, actually kicking in. Like, I remember, I mean, I, like, I, like, I remember being a young person on the island, and there was a blue spruce pine tree along the path between our house and something that we regularly walk to. And, you know, that's where my phobia is a strong word. But my skeeviness around blue spruce pine trees came from, which I've since overcome. But oh, that's that's good. I didn't know about this phobia. What is it? A smell or a texture? What is the problem? There's just something about blue spruces. They 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 creep me out. They they, they I get I get bad vibes around blue spruce. I used to. What is a barn? To. I'm gonna have to Google and look at what a blue it's, spruce it's a, looks it's a, like. It's a pine tree that's like sort of a a a. a a bluish tint it, they're like they're uh, like real pale yeah blue green sort of a thing like some people get them for christmas trees and that fucks yeah. me up like what yeah, are you I doing with this thing in the house like it was just you know like i okay. said i can't explain it i can't remember anything bad happening adjacent to mm. a blue spruce tree it's just for, for for all of my life up until i don't know a decade dozen years ago they just freaked me out what did and you eventually have to i'm like over <laughs> what did you just, have to do to I, well, overcome I, your blue spruce just, phobia? This is just this is stupid. It's a fucking tree. There's nothing wrong with this goddamn tree. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like I just sure mentored about my way out of it. Um, but you know, for 30 years, I got near. Like I would like change my path when I was walking along to avoid blue spruces. Uh, that's um. That is uh, that's pretty intense and unique, and that's the first I've heard. <laughs> I I ha I mean, over the last I would say the last year, I've been trying to overcome my phobia of the movie Jaws, and I don't know how successful I have been at that, but I'm doing better, I think. If it have shows you, up on, have you seen the movie? Not since a kid, not since I generated my uh, my fear. So <laughs> that's uh. But but since it comes up frequently enough on theme park forums because it's like a right. classic attraction, and and I would scroll through. I mean I went as far on Twitter to hide the term Jaws. Oh geez. 
Yeah, I mean, I muted any of any, you know, if anybody mentions the word, it's gone. But you can't stop memes sometimes and stuff. Right. And it's just, uh, just a visceral, like, uh, like I don't know. And I do remember my earliest fears. I remember when I watched it. And I remember, like, being terrified. And then I remember not being able to take a bath and close my eyes. It was uh, pretty darn scary stuff. What At what age would you have seen Jaws? Oh, man. We were at the Martin's Ferry house, so it would have been four, five. I don't know, something like that. It would have been too young for me. You know, at first I was scared of um, Ghostbusters too, but we're not, we're, we're okay now. Ghostbusters is okay. not scary. Okay, but, well, that's good. You know, Jaws, Jaws terrified me forever. And I'm still beyond, well, like, I still fight that. that. Least... And I'm like, I want to see the movie. It just had like its 40th or it's, it was some big, big mm-hmm. anniversary. And, uh, yeah. and I'm like, man, I really need to see this movie, like as an adult. Right. But I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's good. I don't know that it's, you know, it's worth tra- traumatizing yourself over. But, I mean, it's a good film. It's. I mean, you don't see the, you don't see the shark except for at the very end. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah he's attacking there's, there's the boat. Here. But, I mean, it is kind of a – I don't know that I'd necessarily go so far as to call it a horror film. But, I mean, it's intended to, you know, get your pulse up, like, for sure. Like you're, yeah, you're I mean, not music, unjustified the, yes, in, no, I know. in being freaked out. I mean, it's, it makes a hell of a lot more sense than being scared of a, a very specific fucking pine tree. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, you, you are correct on that. I mean, especially the fact of like the whole trauma, trauma aspect of watching it when you're young. If you watch it in the adult, I could probably, I'd be fine. I would, if, it, oh, you yeah. know, it's just a matter yeah. of watching it when you're super young. And so I have this fear of, um, and it's not a fear of sharks because I don't mind sharks. You know, it's more of <laughs> it's great jaws specific. No, it's uh, it's mostly great white sharks, but it is okay. definitely like fake fake rubber giant sharks that will eat your boat. But um, yeah, I was to to this day I don't like going in the ocean, and I do think that has something to do with it. Oh, I I imagine. I, but but I mean sense. I just I feel, I find the ocean kind of creepy in its own right for that matter. Like you don't know what the hell's oh. underneath you. Well, no jellyfish and, and, stinging you. And, and, well, and I also I guess here's the thing I had never had an interface with the ocean until sure. after I learned how to swim, which would yeah. have been when I was in Florida, which at which point I would have been what, 23, 24, something. Yeah. Like it was, little, little it was you know, yep. prior to that, the largest body of water I, I, you know, participated in would have been what, like Tappan Lake. Uh, yeah. Bar camp or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I remember, I remember we saw Lake Erie when we took you to, no, we wouldn't have went. I don't know why we went to Cleveland. I thought oh, it had I something it, to do with the Navy, but I could be wrong. I I, I think I think it was uh, college, because I think you that's guys took it. me yes. up. You yes. guys took yes, me yes, up yes. to Akron, and mm-hmm. like, hey, that's you it. know, we're halfway here. Let's just skip up to Cleveland and see. Yeah, like, Dad never saw I, a body yeah. of water that he couldn't see across. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the whole notion. So I do remember that. Yep. Yeah. 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 So I don't know when. My first experience with the ocean was senior year. We did a senior trip to Myrtle. So I would, that would have been the first time I saw it. But I did see that Lake Erie whenever you went to college. So whatever age. So I'd have been eight, nine, maybe nine, maybe 10, nine. maybe 10. You been, went when you're 19. You, yeah. Our math is pretty easy. You, you're, yours and I. Now, look, yeah. now Crystal's, Crystal's is difficult because she's a June birthday. I'm October. So if you did the math, you would say that we are three years apart. She's in 84. I'm in 81. But it's more about a three and a half, which makes it n- nearly four, you know, like right. I think she was well, in my, in my brain. I always, sh- yeah. In my brain, I always shortcut crystal as being seven years younger than me, 
but it, it that that's where rounding errors kick in because yeah if she's seven years younger than me and you're you know and if i say you're four years younger than her that makes you 11 years younger than me which is not correct no this is where yeah once you start messing with those uh those decimals so to speak it gets real yeah. tricky yeah yeah but you you and i are fairly simple i mean Although they're, you're, you, I'm towards the end of the, the year and you're towards the beginning. So, I mean, it's not – there's math problems for you with ages. There you go. Good good, good, good times. Good quality stuff right there. You and Abby screw me up. Oh, yeah. Luckily, not to a point – well, yours is the eighth and hers is the same. You know, being – Yep. You know, <laughs> two of the more important people in my life, getting those con- conflated is easy yet dangerous. Um, I don't think I've ever actually screwed that up. Um, well, <laughs> over the course of the past too. decade, but yeah, that's um, and and actually it's more problematic because hers comes first. So if you would screw that up, that'd be far more, you know, right? Like if you like if, if a, you, yeah, if you thought hers was threw, the eighth, <laughs> you'd be in trouble. Right. Well, well, like if I threw you a happy birthday on this, you know, text on the on the sixth. I hope. I mean, I don't know. Mm, I would I hope know. that you'd be I'd like, yeah, no, Todd. It. But that's just that. That's just that's just like me teeing up a perfect troll job for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, thanks, man. Great, you're the first. That's to it. Tell yeah. Me. Uh, yeah. And let me ride with it and get myself in trouble. See, that's yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> well, I'll give you. I'll give you this. If you wish me happy birthday any day before the eighth, I will let you know that it is in fact not my birthday. <laughs> If you ha- wish me happy birthday tomorrow, I will make sure I, I I type back in. In fact, it is not my birthday. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got you covered. Good, 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 good. So you're going to turn 30. I don't know, 36, I think, maybe. <laughs> it is. It's a question. I don't know. I'm trying to think. It would make sense, right? 84, 2020, that would be 36. Right, right. Well, because yeah. I'm 45, but that you know it's your birthday. So does that then put you to the 10-year difference of 35, or does that put you at the? I'm 35 you know, right now. Does that now. flip your count? That's okay. So. Am I not? I yes, I yeah, believe the math, you will the math 30, says yeah. I'm 35. Yeah, the math. I know. The math. <laughs> well, uh, math is difficult to do, man. When you throw like it's four digits. So what happens is like in my brain, I could definitely do you know. You can do single digit math. It's really easy. And and double digit math is pretty pretty fine. Like I can do, you know, twenty minus eleven and figure that out. But once you start right. getting the three and fours, I start my brain starts hurting. And right. I, this just I'm not trained to do that. Or nor like give me a piece of paper, sure I can figure out how old I am. You know, it's not super right. difficult to do that. But in my brain, I'm like, um, <laughs> well, how, well, how old am I? And you know, it's more of a memorization skill than the actual quick math of. But, but that's, I think that's how we, that's how we learn math as, as, you know, whether it be Americans or however, but there are societies out there and people, they teach math a different way in which you can easily, like I've seen Chinese students in the way they teach math, they just rattle stuff. They just move. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's the mythology that allows them to do that where I can't do math in my head like that. I just, and I choose not to. And yes, right. I mean, I'm you could if you wanted to put yes. in the effort, but yeah, we're, who's got time yeah, well, for that? <laughs> well, that's that's kind of the concept. So, you know, call me lazy, call me what you will, but I'm not trying to figure out how old I am via math. I'll memorize it and I'll get it wrong. And if somebody asks me, I'm going to um, unsure of say it makes me sound like a doofus, but I'm like, oh, uh, you know, and I do remember making fun of people 
you know, that didn't, didn't know their age when you're young enough. And for some reason it's more prominent. Like, like to me, it doesn't doesn't matter. Every year is a new milestone up until a certain point. Like, even though, even though really, you know, Ooh, going from six to seven, it's like, how is that any different than going from, you know, five to six or seven to eight? It isn't. But when you're young, that's a year, that's a year. Like that's, that's a whole, like, that's a, that is a giant proportional chunk of your time on this earth. And it means something. And normally, turning 18, you can vote. Turning 21, yeah. you can vote. Like, those are big deals. But, like, even the even the little increments in between as a young person, like, they're like, oh, mom said I can get my ears pierced when I turn seven. Like, there's always some sort of thing to commemorate yeah. that. Oh, and also, it's just, it's just exciting to get older up to a point. Well, like, yeah. Like, to me, once I got, once I hit, you know, 21 was the last big milestone situation i think 22 was kind of nifty like i, I feel like after i hit 23 it's like yeah birthday whatever like what, what is what do i what care? is 20 like why is 22 nifty <laughs> because i was still young enough to where it's like oh yeah i'm you know whatever like you know what i mean i also think it relates a 25 little. is also, the, the key one it's insurance rates go down supposedly yeah see i haven't i i, I don't, i'm trying to remember the point at which i started to give a crap about insurance rates because you got to realize i kind of lived a weird life up for, for far too much of my life like i mean i i went from living with the folks up until i was 19 to to college where i lived in a like i yeah i went into stupid debt for it but i had a had a dorm room and a meal plan and didn't really have to worry about anything. Did not have a license or car. Mm-hmm. Like I was still on you know the folks insurance and shit and did not just didn't have any of those cares in the world. And after that, I went into the navy where again everything is provided for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I hated the food in the mess hall, so we would constantly be spending money going out to eat at you know three meals a day. But if push came to shove, I was not going to go hungry. You know, yeah. I didn't have to worry about insurance, health insurance, because, hey, you're in the Navy. You know what I mean? I got out of that, moved to Florida, was living with Kenny's parents and got a job. And, you know, OK, health insurance, sure, they take it out of my check and you're healthy and nothing happens. So you just it just doesn't really prop onto your radar. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until, you know, a year or so of that before I got a car and had to start worrying about, you know, insurance and that sort of a thing. And. You know, from that, I got married in which most of the stuff was in her name and she handled it. You know, it really realistically wasn't until I was see. Um, here's here's some math, Eric. 2000, I was going to say 2000, 2007. How old would I have been? 75. That's 25. You're, you're 32. That. 30, okay. 31, 32. All right. When I'm when I moved to Florida, I mean, or when I moved back to it. And even then. I was living with Crystal and Tim. Didn't have a car. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It wasn't until you have, you have, um, it's in a sense, in a weird sense, you haven't truly been like completely independent, like on your own without the the help of somebody. In a sense, it sounds there, like, there, there, for there quite was some a, time. There was a six month period when I was living in Florida mm-hmm. that I moved out of Kenny's Kenny's parents' yeah. house uh-huh. into an apartment. And was completely, you know, self-contained. And it lasted about six months uh, where, you know, before due to 
drug troubles and mental issues, I ended up moving back in with Kenny's parents. <laughs> yeah. Before you... I then got married and whatever. Like, yeah, no, like I've 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 never been full on on my own except for that six month period in well, when I was when I was in Florida. Um, you know, and it, like I said, it wasn't until it wasn't until I got not just to Columbus because I came to Columbus and was living in, you know, in Jeff's <laughs> extra room. It yeah. wasn't until I it wasn't until I, I, you know, Abby and I hooked up and granted, I mean, I moved into her place. But that's when I started to take an active role. And no, seriously, I'm a fucking adult. Let me, you know, <laughs> let me, you know, buy the groceries, get the, do the insurance, you know, pay that's um pay for the mortgage and all that stuff um yeah, you just you were just a late bloomer that's all <laughs> uh, i guess uh, oh but, that's super funny yeah well but i mean you know but th- that's well, i guess all that to say that's why insure that's why the 25 year old insurance rates didn't, didn't matter because yeah. i think i might have been 25 before i actually had car insurance of my own sure <laughs> sure yeah that i mean that would make sense you know, I think so. If you look at your situation, you look at mine, it's fairly opposite. <laughs> it's it's almost I moved out the moment I possibly could and was the like the one that actually provided. I lived with three friends and I was the one that like pretty much, I think, paid for everybody else's rent, you know, because I worked at that time. I think I was working at least one job going to school full time. And then sooner or later, I ended up having two jobs. And that was, you know, I, I started where I think I started when I was 17 working like late 16, I started working, but yeah. as, as soon as I graduated, I was like full-time all, you know, five days a week at Wendy's and stuff like that. And it was, uh, and then I, I mean, after that, I lived with Lauren's parents for a couple months, maybe. And then I got my, then I moved back in with mom for a brief second up at, uh, when she lived at Ma- JC Manor. And then I moved in, I got my own apartment. And from that, I was pretty much on my own and or then Lauren and I moved in together and, and here we are. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was pretty independent on my own, like doing my finances. I remember sitting at, you know, the call center and that's what I would do. I would be like, all right, I have this much money. I'm going to have this much money. I need to do this, this, this. Uh, so I was pretty, I'm uh, pretty adult like from the get go. But I think it's just my nerdy yeah. stat, stat driven brain that allows me to do that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get my act together until uh, I'd, I'd say probably, you know, 30, 33, 35, somewhere in that somewhere in that range, because, again, if you if you don't really have to worry about rent. Yeah. Or or car payments or, you know, anything, you know, significant like I made money. I also was terrible with managing the money and went stupid like, oh, comic books yeah oh yeah Star Wars action figures like and I just spend money like it was going out of business and you know of oh. course I had like two different credit cards that I was constantly and it's like I lived in a constant state of you know paycheck to paycheck because I didn't plan for anything um and it wasn't until like there I was 35 and I'm like god damn it I'm a fucking adult get your shit together Todd live you know yeah well you know what I think I think what um you and don't take offense to this but it sounds to me, uh, in a weird sense, you are the equivalent. You were the equivalent of what most people now are—the kids that are living in their parents' basement. Meaning, oh. meaning oh, like yeah. you don't y- y- like you could have just let's say mom and dad were well offered and there wasn't any scenario. You could have easily just lived in their basement until you're 35, doing whatever you want, and it would have been similar, you know, circumstances. If it, so if it, it had not, if it had not been for the stark. Um, and nearly violent 
religious differences sure. between yeah. mom and I, 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 I probably would not have left home. Yeah. Well, like I if, mean, if if I if I'd had just a shade more personal discipline, and was not just clawing at the woodwork to get the hell out of there, so I could. Yeah. You, sure. Let's face it. So I could play a role playing game. Uh huh. You know what I mean, funny. and and yeah. listen to the music I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I, I I could have easily had had finished a degree at Belmont Tech and stayed at home, and you know whatever at the library and, and or whatever you wanted to do. Worked know? at the library until I was mm-hmm. at a good like I could have I could have done other things. And I realize as I say that out loud, that makes it sound like I blame mom, which is no. absolutely not well, the no. case. Like I made my own choices, uh, <laughs> you know, but. But no, well, like the, 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 you know, they say, oh, the millennials are living with their parents forever. I, I could very well have been that person. Now, I well, feel like I think I was, there's a part of I me was, that would yeah. have wanted to get out on my own. Um, well, sooner you, than the difference not. With, yeah. The difference is with you right now is you did have freedom in terms of like you weren't you had freedom, but but you were also being uh, provided for. In another sense, you know, like you, right. you had personal freedom, but yet you didn't have that. You didn't have to worry too much about the financial freedom or whatever, because you had shelter right. through the Navy and, and, and so forth. And, right. uh, yeah, it was a, a different dynamic, uh, you know, so I don't think you're going to be far off. You're going to be able to relate to a lot of people mm. where I, I'm, I think I'm on the opposite spectrum of like, um, I was thrown in a pretty crappy situation and I was like, well, just going to oh going to figure it out on my own and and well yeah you were kind of it worked out i mean not not to not to make this a jaws reference but you were kind of sink or swim get the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs) yeah well there weren't too many people sinking in jaws they were being devoured so well that's that's that's, and then there weren't too many people swimming in jaws because they were being devoured (laughs) (laughs) well i mean because you're right like i can relate to that but by the same token i I feel like that almost makes me a little more harsh on some of those situations. Like for, like for the girls, like they're welcome to stay here. Like I I don't, I'm not going to kick them out and, you know, make them homeless, but at the same time, I'm keen for them to not wait until they're 30 to get their shit together. Like I did. It's like, uh, okay, get yourself some jobs. You you, you know, get your appropriate levels of education and, you know, Mm -hmm. go like, cause I guess to me, like, there's it's it's sort of a I don't know, it's not really a bell curve it's more of a I don't know like my my parenting theory is you know at the beginning when they're infants your whole job is to keep them safe keep them healthy keep them happy like sure. that's that like that's your like they can't do that for themselves you have to do all that and sure. as time goes by you know you you still need to keep them you know healthy and and safe but like, as time goes by, the whole happiness piece is kind of it's kind of them. slowly shifts over to be yeah. on them. And like, yeah. But like, you know, as time goes by, it's like, okay, you know, I'm still, I'm still, you know, going to try and keep you healthy. Yeah. But like the happiness and the, you know, the security piece of it, as time goes by, that shifts slowly from me to you. Mm-hmm. And the end goal is, is when you hit adulthood, you should be able to go and do your thing. Like, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm off the hook. This isn't my fault. This isn't my problem anymore. But if I've not equipped you to be able to do those things, I have failed as a person. Does that make sense? 
No, that's that, no, that's pretty much the goal, right? I mean, that's in an ideal world, that's your your you're trying to do. And I mean, I think and, that makes and, sense. And whether, yeah, and whether eighteen, I mean, eighteen is a convenient number. Like, I'm not married to that number. Like, no, no. Well, hopefully, by the time you're eighteen, you've you've graduated from high school. You you should mm -hmm. have had a job. You should have you should have the starter kit of skills to be an adult. And some people get that quicker than others. You know, others don't, <laughs> you know, and there's some leeway there. But if you're 27 years old and still living at home, I feel like I've done, I've done something wrong. That's it. Well, like, you're, unless, you're there's some, unless, there's some, unless there's some weird extenuating circumstances, like, you know, if kids got a condition or, you know, sure. there, there's some other sort of thing happening, like it's not, again, it's not a diehard, you know, rule, but. Yeah. If you're still living, if, if, if one of these girls is still living in our house at age 27, something had better have happened. Well, or they had better be like fully employed and contributing to the house as though we have a roommate and not like a child. Like, that's, yeah, that's where I. Get. Yeah. Well, I definitely think that, uh, you know, sometimes the parents have to realize, like, you can you need to shift some of that over some of that security, some of that safety, some of that, you know, all the stuff you need to start shifting that over you know shortly through time because if you just do it all, all abruptly i think you're asking for trouble well that's the thing you like know. like gr growing up up until i was 17 it, it i it, effectively it was the same six of one half dozen the other like i you know i could you know as i got older i could go places but yeah you know there's only so much i could do you know when i was 17 i got my first job and even then, a portion of my money went to the folks. But, like, there wasn't a whole lot of, well, here's what you do with your, here's how you, you know, plan with your money. Here's how you do this. Here's how you provision for these yeah. things. But, like, then I went off the call, and it, it was, you know, it was like popping the cork on the champagne. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I can, I have all these things that I can do. I'm going to go crazy and do them. But I've not been prepared to do any of it responsibly. You know, and then yeah. and like basically, I just kept getting deferments on that loan. Like, oh well, sure. shit, I fucked things up here at college. I can't do this. Oh, the Navy, cool. I don't have to worry about anything. Cool. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, and it's... then and then I went from a series of living with these people to living with those people. Like, it's kind of a, I mean, it wasn't a conscious decision on my part, but looking back on it in retrospect, it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I went with these people. And before I wore out my welcome, I shifted to this place. <laughs> sort of a deal. Like, that wasn't my intent. But that's kind of how that worked out, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. to me, that's, that's, that's not what I want to set my children up for. Sure. Like, I want them to be able to, you know, do their own thing and be equipped to do their own thing. I mean, uh, sadly, I really wasn't a part of Rebecca's life until she was 16, at sure. which point she kind of had most of that. And I mean, yeah. she's doing fine now. So I got to think, yeah. you know, something went right there. I can't lay claim to, you know, credit for it, but you know, well, like you girls, know, it's like sometimes, look, sometimes, you know, you know, you, sometimes it's the parental figure or just the, the uh, figure is not, I mean, sometimes it can go horribly wrong. And sometimes there are certain individuals that don't necessarily need as much. You yeah. Know, I'm going to speak for me. I didn't have, anything beyond 16 really you know so right. i just was like it, i just adapted well and got lucky so i mean right. there are scenarios where like yeah i mean you would say the 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 norm 
the people that actually do well, well, probably most of them have some type of good parental figure or um, role model in that aspect. But it doesn't have to be the case. So, right. But so, uh, yeah. So that you know, that's yeah. I agree with you. It sounds to me like that's all. What's going on over here? We got Lainey's cooking. What are you making? Cookies. She's making oh pancakes. Okay, so Lainey's making pancakes nice. this morning, which sounds like a freaking mess. She's talking to a friend. She's utterly kicked me out of this area. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're you're on speakerphone with, and it sounds like Lauren's about to come down. So I think um, I think our our morning <laughs> morning session is about to commence, Todd. I will. That, that uh, I've been done kicked out right. of my parents' basement, and it's time for me to fly <laughs> on my own. There you go. Well, good deal. Well, thanks thanks for the chat, Eric. Hey, no um, problem. We'll, uh, we'll actually have to record a Toddcast <laughs> for the books at some point in time. I don't know if oh, there's I, anything I, that could be used or, or what have you, but... I mean, unless, well, you, unless you're opposed, I'm going to see if today's can be edited accordingly. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm fine. I'm all for telling the world about your fear of uh, blue spruce. <laughs> that, and, that's, and, I, I, and I don't have a problem with it. So, cool. Well, thanks, Eric. Uh, right. Thank you, listeners. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thank you.